Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturgio and Chris Gucci. That is, in fact, a good idea. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Mojo Market Report here on a Wednesday. Uh, it is hump day, ladies and gentlemen, and we are excited to be back. It is Dave Sturchio. It is Chris Gucci. It is time for another time and another time. So, listen, a lot of things going on today. Obviously, you know, the week two is come and gone, right? If you're a fantasy football player, I hope you got all the waiver guys you could. I know I did not. I woke up to a bunch of rejection emails, and I was like, cool. Good thing I got the Mojo Market because I'm about to make some money that way this week. Um, obviously, Wednesdays are a little different for us because... You know, obviously, Monday, you're coming off of the big NFL slate, It's almost right? like you don't have enough time to talk everything. Right. And then Tuesdays, you're coming off the Monday slate. And, and typically, we're not going to get two Monday night football games. That was a little bit of a treat, even though both games kind of, eh, you know, just felt hmm, a little flat. Um, I'm good with one. I'm good with one, too, especially for energy-wise. <laughs> like, I don't know. I did have my split screen up, which was great. I was watching games simultaneously, which was fun. But, like, at the same time, it's like both games were runaways. It was just... Ugly. Unless you own, uh, have a little bit of stock in Jalen Hurts, then it was fun. Right, we get um, it. Listen, I'm going to flex it. that one. If I have to root against the Eagles as a whole, I'm going to at least root for the fact that it's Jalen like Hurts is going to be an MVP candidate prize. this year. We call that a silver lining. Yes, we call silver that a silver lining. <laughs> consolation prize, whichever one you want to go with. Right, right. So today, uh, being that there was no games, on Wednesdays and typically Thursdays, we're going to want to try to dive a little deeper into some of the things that we think are prevalent to the mojo market and what you guys, we think, you should do. You know what I mean? Like you should get involved in certain players. You should do your research. As the weeks get long, you're going to start seeing some matchups that you like. So we'll see how that goes. But first and foremost, just like every day so far for the first two days, I know it's like we're so deep into the mojo market report season here. find a groove. Yeah, maybe. we're trying to find a groove here. But we do like to cover the top movers. So, Chris, you got to hit me with them. Who's moving this morning? Top movers. So we don't have too much volatility. As you said, there was no games yesterday and there's no games today. So there's nothing really in the news of that's of note. But there is some guys on the move. Nothing too crazy. Darius Slayton on his way up 2.31% up to $3.18. That's not a bad bargain, I feel like, if you are looking. Giants are playing well. They do have a tough defensive matchup against your Cowboys this weekend, though. And some quarterback stuff. All three guys on the move in the positive direction Surprisingly, for for most people to hear this name, Trey Lance on the way up at one point seven four percent. Whoa, 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 whoa! I got what? We'll circle back. <laughs> Justin <laughs> Justin Herbert and Zach Wilson Wilson both also on their way up a little over one percent, and uh, on their way down, a Darren Waller. I'm I'm not sure. I didn't see any injury designation attached to his name. Um, I'm gonna have to look a little deeper into that. And then Tua. I'm not even gonna attempt to say the full name. At Turn this the point. ball it's over. Way too early for that. Tug of Vialoa. Tagovailoa, thank I've, you for that, Dave. Really uh, and then Chuba Hubbard, all on their way down. So the Darren Waller thing, I have to do a deeper dive into. But the Tua thing, do you, do you raise an it, eyebrow at that one a little bit? I mean, he had himself a heck of a day, exactly. right? And then he goes up, and then levels out. It's only out. natural. It's only natural. So don't ebbs and flows, ladies and gentlemen. Ebbs and flows. I wouldn't worry too much about that downward uh, spiral for Tua. He had a really good game, and it's only natural that, for him to drop off the top of the mountain a little bit. But circling back to the quarterbacks. Trey Lance had successful surgery, so I'm hoping that... Wait, wait, did it not go up because of the success of surgery? 100%. I love it. Which is what we're looking for on the Trey Lance <laughs> rebuy. If you're looking to um, reinforce your, your position or 
what's the word I'm looking for? Increase your position on Trey Lance there right now. We found our bottom, ladies and gentlemen. I think this is it for him as long as he has no setbacks. So it's all the way up. The the 32-47 is only going to go up from here for Trey Lance. I, like I, I think good news and good news and good news from this point forward. So you're saying I made a mistake? No, no, no. Okay. I'm saying that now <laughs> you could kind of... Buy low on Trey. That's, Done. That's, Done. But that's not this segment, though. Justin Herbert, I think he's going to play. I think that announcement. Yeah, the flak jacket That thing. announcement was was what spiked him a little bit. And then mm-hmm. Zach Wilson is just being seen day to day, every single day, doing more and more Get, at practice. Getting healthy. And getting closer and closer. And this Jets offense has me a little excited. We could talk about that. Maybe today, maybe tomorrow. It depends how much time we I got to circle back real quick to Slayton. Um, my assumption is is that Galladay is just in the dumpster right now. So, therefore, somebody's got to step up yeah, outside he, of the norm of Shepard and I guess their tight ends, their young tight ends and Barkley. So, their offensive weapons, somebody's got to do something. So, maybe people are starting to recognize that, look, Slayton's been here for more than a cup of coffee. He knows the offense. He knows Daniel Jones. And I think that that's probably why he's on the move. Yeah, I guess it makes sense. Kadarius, Tony, and... and oh, yeah, Tony hasn't really Kay implemented Gallagher, himself haven't yet. really gotten themselves going, so somebody's got to catch passes over there. I just don't think they're going to have an easy time with it this week, so it's a little curious for me. But nonetheless, that's the top movers, baby. <laughs> back, to, back to me, Dave. Back to you, Dave. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so there's the top movers for today. And obviously, you can see them scrolling on the bottom of your screen if you're watching us, if you're listening to us on a podcast form. Uh, be sure to just listen and turn the volume all the way up. Uh, but you have it all in front of you. You have the Mojo app. Download the Mojo app if you haven't done it already. It is one of the most... Just, I don't know. It's clean. It's, it's smooth. Clean. Nothing, nothing. There's no like, oh, this is wrong. You know what I mean? Like everything that I've seen out of this app is just like, they might have spent a coin on this <laughs> to get this oh, yeah. thing developed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So. That's all, a lot of questions are coming in. But the, the most common thing that said to me is, bro, I can't believe how smooth it is. I can't believe how clean. And it's very informative. All you got to do is go check. Just do a little bit of digging. And you'll find all these questions that you people are asking me. Just, just Google. Just Not even Google, search on the app. It's, <laughs> it's all there. Super easy. It's all there. There's, there's no questions asked about that. All right. So, Chris, I know you've been waiting for this. All right. I know you've been waiting for this to at least mm. explain to the masses as to what we're about to do right now because we've been talking about it since Monday. We actually teased it Monday, talked about it yesterday for a half a second, and today it's finally the first installment of The Bargain Basement. Okay? So, The Bargain Basement is as such. Chris, explain to me because if I'm brand new – Look, there's going to be some seasoned vets coming into this app, and they know exactly what you're going to be looking for right now. But for somebody who's brand new to all of this, how exactly are you looking and what players and why are you starting to look at these guys' prices and, okay, and, and so, fluctuate so like that? So Bargain Basement, this is just talking about not necessarily guys that have low a low share price, but also guys that I feel like are a crazy bargain at this current juncture in time. Um, when we're talking about guys that have a lower share price, there's just a higher – higher volatility on those on those players if you have a tom brady the aaron Rodgers, those guys have have amassed career points uh banked value there you go some bank value (laughs) and it can't be taken away from them so without getting too deep into it i just want to say that volatility is high on the lower share price players and you can increase volatility on the vets and the established players by using multipliers but we'll get more into that as the show goes on maybe not today um Start us off. We start us off. Well, somebody close to home, and that's your Packers. Oh, okay. The Packers receiving situation. Obviously, look, Devontae Adams is shipped out of town in the offseason. Everybody's wondering, okay, what's going to happen? Aaron Rodgers has went on record saying, well, the days of throwing the one guy 15, 16 times are over. 
So Chris, explain to me why these guys are in the bargain basement and where you see them kind of playing out for the rest of the year. You're you're you are a Packers expertise expert. Yes, okay, yes, so, yes. so get involved in that one. Okay, so Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson, they've both seen sporadic uh, playing time in the first two games, but enough is to where you want to say that the Packers definitely have long-term belief in them because two games in, Romeo Dobbs, he's had about five or six touches, but he's getting snaps, and same thing with Watson. If you look at last week, the two players that on the Packers that did the most through the passing game was Sammy Watkins and Randall Cobb, and both of those guys going forward, they always get hurt. Sammy Watkins, Randall Cobb, they haven't been able to stay on the field for a full season, maybe ever. Right, I haven't done the actual Randall Cobb maybe once or twice, but no, no not, oh, Randall not Randall Cobb, Cobb again. <laughs> Gotta love it. YouTube but, that one, but folks. because of the age of those two receivers, that Aaron Rodgers tends to trust his older receivers. But as the season goes on, those guys may not be available, as well as the fact that the seasoning that the other two guys need in a Dobbs and a Christian Watson, they're gonna get that seasoning. So by Week eight, you might see a complete turnaround on who these two guys are, on the two starters that Aaron Rodgers is looking to most. The talent is there. I don't want to sit here and say I want to pick one or the, over the other because don't do it. I'm all in on both of them. I mean, that's the beauty part. You can invest in both that's of the them right of now. It's not like fantasy football where if you take one, you're like, I can't have. There's both. my receiver. I can't have both receivers yes, on the Packers. Yes, you can. Yes, you absolutely and Mojo, can. Mojo, you absolutely can. Just, through, just a and note. Will. Yeah, just a note. Through two games, <laughs> uh, Dobbs with six catches for 64 yards, and Christian Watson five catches for 43 yards. So very, very similar. Uh, none of them have seen pay dirt yet, according to this. No, no, so, no. no. So, but they're getting the ball, the ball in, in space. There. Trying to create some jet screens, a couple of other unique ways to get these guys involved. There's only early. 45 completions to go around for two weeks, and according to this, they they own 11. What of do you them, think so. that 75 yard touchdown that Watson dropped in his bread basket would have been worth? In, oh, in, can you um, imagine if you're watching and points. you're seeing that thing in slow motion, and you start like hearing like R. Kelly, I believe I can fly or something like that, and you're just like, <gasps> and then just so we were and then after that, you would think Rogers is like, okay, we enough were, of this. We were working with the design team trying to get the graphics going for today's show, and as we're looking through Christian Watson, it's like every single picture that I saw was him holding his helmet. <laughs> I was like, can I find? I'm sorry, did you also say design team? Good? I did. Just you? <laughs> um, no. <laughs> There's a bunch of we, us. Yeah, in there. there's like 60 people out there in the in the in the common room and working their tails off here at Shop Studios. The design right. team, dude. Design team. I like it. All right. So outside of your beloved Packers, we move on to a team within the division. Somebody who hasn't played yet. And that's Jameson Williams, receiver for the Detroit Lions. Now, you're high on this guy. You've been high on this guy. And it's almost as if we're waiting for the news yes. to get so, off the, the ground here. I'm not sure when he's gonna come back. But this Detroit Lions offense has something going right now. And with the respect that Amon Ross St. Brown is, is going to start to receive a, from opposing defenses, you got to assume that my boy Jamison Williams, and I say my boy, I'm going to hate him in about three weeks. <laughs> I promise you. But for right now, I'm all in on Jamison Williams. Yeah. I feel like there's only going to be good news coming out, barring a major setback from this injury. This guy was supposed to be the Jamar Chase of this year's draft class, and he's the most talented player in this year's draft class as far as I saw it. Um, I know that Garrett Wilson has some arguments to be made about who might be the Jamar Chase of this year's draft class. Well, but Garrett Wilson's on the field, be, too. So there that's doesn't why. have to be just one. I, I understand that 100%. But don't sleep on Jamison Williams because in a couple weeks, you're going to get news that he's back at practice. He's actually been practicing. It would be nice to see him trade that practice jersey for a real one and get out there and get clamped up by Jair at least once this season. <laughs> 
But every other week, you could go do your thing. You're still confident on, uh, like, I know we talked about Amon Ross St. Brown a little bit, uh, but, like, you're still confident in, like, insert next guy here, meaning Jameson Williams, when he comes off the pop and when he gets onto the field and starts to play. Do you believe in the fact that they could spread the ball around? It'll be, you know, there's only one ball to go around. Jared Goff isn't, you know, the of course, greatest of course, in the but world. Outside so. of Hawkinson, could you name another pass catcher on that team? And I don't mean to put you on the spot. I do this on purpose because it's not easy on the spot to name another line oh, pass catcher. It's easy. Jamal Williams out of the backfield. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm getting at right now. So Jamison Williams fits in really. Oh, nice. wait a minute. Time out. Can't even say DJ Chark do 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 do. Okay. <laughs> but you you eventually got there. Yeah, no, you're right. It took me a little right? while. It took me a little but while. <laughs> Jamison Williams is a clearly a All better right. talent than DJ Chark. And that's no that's not saying anything bad about Chark. I've you know, I kicked the tires on a DJ Chark now and again in fantasy, but this is a little different over here. A little different, a little different. Okay, and also one of your favorite players uh, since we've started the even the rehearsal process of all this. You are a big guy on Mr. Smoke himself, Devin Duvernay. <laughs> so yes, yes, look at that. He's on fire. His feet are on fire. So folks, if you guys can notice, desk. if you notice me and the design team, um, <laughs> when we were designing this graphic, we couldn't figure out how to stop this guy. So he was all over the screen. He's, literally He's all over the field. Catching touchdowns in week one, two of them at that, and returns the opening kickoff in week two, and really won the game for the Ravens if it wasn't for Tua. Wait, <laughs> they scored 90 points. I, I, he didn't win anything. But Devin Duvernay, he's increased his he's increased his uh, playing time each season. Year one, he was a kick returner. Year two, he was a kick and punt returner. Sprinkled some splash plays on offense. This guy's like the, the smaller version of Debo, only he's... Not a superstar, so they're willing to let him return kicks and punts. This guy's going to make plays this season. Special teams, offense. I'm I'm surprised he doesn't have a pick six yet. I'm waiting for that one. <laughs> Just so Devin Duvernay. You know what, Devin? Go play some defense. Devin bro. Duvernay you're, you're at five dollars forty three cents a what, share right a now. Bargain, the public has not caught on to Devin <laughs> Duvernay yet, so I tell you now, this is a safe one here. It's a bargain basement, but like Devin Duvernay, if you watch him, he passes the eye test. I'm all in on Devin Duvernay. Diversify with Devin. <laughs> That is the word diversify with Duvernay. You can do both. I like Devin. I like Devin too. I like it's Devin. stronger. It's stronger. All right. There's your bargain basement. Uh, and it's being brought to you by Mojo. <laughs> so bargain basement is something we definitely want to dive into each and every week to give you guys a little bit of a heads up as to, you know, who's the guys to keep your eye on. Even closer to Sunday when like injury designations start getting a little clearer. There's other guys out there that look, you just do the research, man. Get on the app, do the research, and you got it. So all right, now I want to play a little game with you, Chris. If that's okay with you. Oh yeah, yeah. I like you games. like games? I like games. Games are fun, right? All right, so let's play a little game. And this game is called Stash or Cash. That means what, Chris? What are we doing with Stash or Cash? So if we're stashing a player, you're either going to buy them and hold them, and if you're cashing a player, you're either gonna you, you already own them or you're already invested in this player, and you're going to cash in on it now because you you see that the he reached his ceiling. His True potential has been reached, and it's only downhill from here. Okay, so basically like those one-week, two-week wonders that you're like, eh, well, I had them. They're great. They made me some coin, and we now may, I'm out. We may have to do a little audible as we go because there's a few more things that I could kind of implement totally, into this whole totally. game. All here. right, a guy we talked about yesterday uh, for a little bit because we were talking about the 100 club uh, over at the quarterbacks. But yes, yes. Chris, stash or cash? Derek Carr. This is a good one for me. I, I'm going to have to go with... Stash on a Derek Carr. Uh, market projections have him a little bit less than where I was talking about them. The market projections having him at yesterday. I kind of did the equation 
a little bit backwards. But that said, I'm still in on, on a Derek Carr because of the reasons that I pointed out yesterday is that they just signed his best friend, Devontae Adams, to a long-term contract. That guaranteed money keeps Devontae in town. Devontae in town keeps Derek Carr in town. So this is probably going to be the best version of an offense that he's going to get to play for over the next two or three seasons, barring the uh, whole McDaniels experiment. I'm not so sure about that I one. I was but. just going to say, so when it comes to Derek Carr, right, <clears throat> Go ahead. this guy has survived a lot of coaching regimes. You know, like he's been around for quite some time, and he went from Gruden to, to last year's, uh, was it Pistachio? Pistachio. Your special teams guy now. Uh, he was there last year, and then they moved to McDaniels. And before Gruden was what? I can't even, was it uh, uh, Jack Del Rio? You know what I mean? Like he yeah. was involved in that. There's a lot of guys that have had their influence on one Derek Carr, and it's a testament to the Raiders, management, uh, upper management, GM, owners, right? Despite the haircut. Um, you know, there's there's faith in Derek Carr. So even when you said, you know, they brought in uh, Devontae Adams, right? And I'm like, okay, cool. They're bringing him in. I, I think the they long-term investment Carr, was there. No? Didn't they also pay Carr? I feel like multiple times. Like, well, there's no, been no, multiple. Have, but, like, even recently, I feel like Derek Carr got Yeah, yeah. No, he he didn't reset the market like others. But, no, no, like, no. He, he got his, he got his he's coin. At, he's in the Kirk Cousins uh territory as far as money i don't know about guaranteed money but i know he's close so this is 1000 percent a stash 100 percent, 1000 percent, 1 million percent whichever percentage you want to put on it <laughs> i'm in on Derek carr like right. i said before he's just consistent he's managed to weather the storm through all the ups and the downs and the ins and the outs of the coaching staffs and the coordinators and the one constant roster changes been, one constant has been Derek carr i could anticipate seeing that at least for the next three or four years with the addition of Devonte and as offenses start putting up more points and more numbers, and Derek Carr is probably in, uh, entering a period of his career where, like I said, he's going to have the most weapons that he's had at any point with Devontae, and it's and they're boys, bro. They're boys. Yes, they're best friends. They're, 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 they're college roommates. Third and Renfro. Apparently he was concussed, so we're going to give him the pass. Third and Renfro might turn into third and not on the field. <laughs> no, <laughs> stop it. I'm just saying. You, you, what, because of a concussion, I hope, not because of poor play. Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> Come on, right. I love Renfro. Are you right. I was going to say, Dave, what happened overnight? <laughs> I don't like Renfro anymore. All right, moving on to a tricky player, Chris. Stasher Cash, Corderell Patterson, running back. I say that with big old okay. air quotes. Okay. Stasher Cash, Corderell Patterson of the value. So uh, I just... It's funny, it, unless I bought in on Cordero Patterson prior to last season, which wasn't a possibility. Like, oh, he could be a running I, back. I can't see myself ever getting involved on a Cordero Patterson, so I'm going to throw Blue 80, an audible here. Oh, Omaha. Right? <laughs> Omaha. We're going to audible here, and I'm going to pass altogether. There was never a point outside of pre-2021, and I wasn't around for that one, or at least the Mojo app wasn't. So <laughs> I was going to say, you're here. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually, I was here for that one. <laughs> That's good. Hmm. Presently. <laughs> that said, Cordero Patterson is a pass for me because he's on the wrong side of 30. He's never actually succeeded as a running back prior to his, his year 10 or year 11. I don't know what year he's in, but I know it's double digits. <laughs> and that's not a good sign for a running back. They invested some draft capital in the running back position. I know that they're going to use him until the wheels fall off, but I feel like the wheels might fall off sooner than we would like. I got a pass on Cordero Patterson there's as a, much as it's a great story. Yeah, there's I a, like the player. I just can't get in on. I can't get involved. It's 
financially, I can't do it. No, nah, there's a lot of hype, and there's a lot of responsibility falling on the shoulders of one Corderell Patterson, right? Like, the running game was improved because of him last year, and then you decided, hey, we don't really need Matt Ryan anymore. Let's go with Marcus Mariota. So now, all of a sudden, Corderell Patterson might be relied on again as a pass catcher. There's a lot of pressure on one Corderell Patterson, and with the fact that they lost Justin Gage, and we have a, a, a man on suspension, there's, there's not a lot of talent to go around other than the fact that they drafted Drake London. He seems to be pretty good so far. So, but when you look at this guy, you're right. There's too much, too many variables with Corderell Patterson. I agree with you wholeheartedly. And, just completely pass on this and guy. And I don't want, and this is probably going to come off wrong because I feel like a lot of times when people say this, it's in a, uh, it's almost like an attack on a player's character. He got paid. He did. So when you get paid, things change a little bit. It's hard. It, you know, I'm not trying to sit here and say he's not working hard or, but when you get paid, you know, you made it. Yeah. That's true. Not like he wasn't paid after nine years playing in the NFL. Right. I mean, look, the minimum he got, salary. He got a really, like, you know, he wasn't getting minimum. He was in, he was in he the made, He made himself some money, but now he got paid, paid. Like a running back. So he didn't. So he didn't get paid. <laughs> like a running back. He's paid like he a running back. Like Remember a year that. 10 running back. There you go. Perfect. So I can't wait to see what they do with Zeke in a couple of years. Oh, God. <laughs> so moving on to another receiver within the NFC South, ladies and gentlemen. I want to give you this. Chris. Stasher Cash, DJ Moore. This one pains me to say this. Don't bro. do it. Uh, really? Yeah. You're this, a big DJ this Moore guy. It pains me to say this, but like wow. DJ Moore, has, he's been with me for quite he's some time. He's even looking at you like, what, what did I yeah, do wrong? Yeah, he's like, dude, what the? I thought we were cool. He, you should have heard him on draft, on my fantasy draft days because I didn't take him in any leagues. Wow. And after after basically is, telling DJ the world Moore, to take DJ him Moore, shit. I've invested more draft capital in fantasy on DJ Moore than any non-Packer player in the history of the NFL. <laughs> DJ Moore, he just affair. follows me everywhere, yeah. and now he's upset with me. I could see him over there staring at me. It's not, <laughs> DJ, I'll, I'll be back next year. Just get rid of Boohoo Baker, and that's really what it comes down is to. Is that what me. it is? I just can't. I just can't get behind anything Baker Mayfield. I can't do it. Nobody went to his birthday party. Oh, we're both we're both If you get that reference, I'm not a fan of the movie, but I love that reference. <laughs> I love that line. Nobody went to Baker's birthday party, bro. His teammates <laughs> don't like him. Garrett, uh, Miles Garrett didn't return his text. For that reason, I'm out on DJ Moore. <laughs> Mark Cuban over here for that See reason. Ya. I'm out. Bye. Gotta oh my do God. It. Or Alex Rodriguez, who also is on Shark Tank. Um, but, dude, that's a really funny thing. Uh, yeah, I, I'm with you on that. Uh, Robbie Anderson has built a little bit a little bit more of a rapport so far within two weeks. It, look, it's very early for us to say this. We could be literally having this conversation in mid-November. But, like, guys, get in on DJ Moore right now because he's having a ball-out season. You can't predict. Wait, is Darnold going to come back? Is Darnold? Oh, gonna... man, you're really off Because on it Baker. ain't going to be Baker, guys. It ain't going to be Baker. All right. I mean, look, I I, I went on record, and you know, I get flamed for if it. If you ever wanted to, like, um, think about what investing in Baker Mayfield stock, just go Google the video of him doing that. <laughs> yeah, dance, and you'll be like, I can't. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. So, so you're 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 cool with investing in a guy like Jamar Chase. I'm sorry, uh, Justin Jefferson and Thielen. Guys are doing the gritty, but this guy dancing is like a no. It's a big red flag. No dice. I don't want anything to do with. I you. think his girlfriend broke up with him after that. <laughs> right video, after that. he's like, no, no, no. Yep, right gotta, after one of the stop. State Farm commercials. Yep. <laughs> like out. a good neighbor, Baker's gone. Uh, so yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. Baker, I'm out on Baker. I know this wasn't a Baker Mayfield segment, <laughs> but I I can't help it. Yeah, you sorry. really can't help yourself. He's done this on multiple. Shows and platforms. All right. So, one more guy, very interesting guy right now because his stock has gone up since the beginning of the season. There's reasons behind this. Chris, stash or cash? Not Gerald Everett. 
single-digit Gerald Everett. This is a big, big deal. The guy goes from in the 80s like a normal tight end, drops his number down to seven, and is now the fastest kid alive. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. Who is it? Sauce told me he's Anquan Bolden now, right? He's like, who's why is An- why is a young Anquan Bolden playing tight end right. for the Chargers out right. in L.A. right now? Yeah, yeah. I'm all in. Single digit Gerald Everett. He changed his number. What is it? Seven. Seven. Yeah. <laughs> it, seven. You know is, what? That, I, is that for the amount of touchdowns he's going to score this weekend? I was no, it's this not. weekend in general. Wow. Uh, I was all in on Gerald Everett. It, it, uh, no, I wasn't all in on Gerald Everett. I can't lie. What I will say is. I was all out on the NFL allowing these guys to change their numbers down to single digits and whatever they want because it's just confusing to me as something I hate about college football when the kickers are kicking off their number like 97. And I'm just like, this is just, I love it all. Dude, no. When I was a kid, they told me, oh, stop. You're playing the offensive line, so you got to pick either the 50s or the 60s. That's it. If I wanted to go out there, I would be like, I'm the center. I'm going to go 21. The one good thing that they did get right was like offensive linemen. No, no, no. You have to still have crappy numbers. Everyone else, literally everyone else, you guys could pick whatever number you want. But offensive linemen, you guys haven't mattered, but matter so much. But you like technically, that's your. That's the, your the problem is if you're not related to any of these guys, you're not selling any jerseys. Card. That's your calling card, though. Is like, yeah, we don't need the glory. We're the hogs. Yeah. Right. Listen, I I'm all for it. But talk to me a little bit about Gerald Everett. Considering the fact that we just got really excited about his speed because of a single-digit number. Well, Gerald Everett plays on one of the most high-powered offenses. He does. uh, With uh, Justin Herbert at quarterback. He has Keenan Allen, who was out last week. But Keenan Allen being there only helps Gerald Everett. I think so, You didn't see a dip or an increase one way or the other. He's been involved in the offense both games. I expect that to continue going forward. The Chargers have fed their tight ends of, uh, in historically. If you look, Kellen Winslow, Antonio Gates, could he be the next one? That's a little lofty. But... The Chargers have done really well at the tight end position historically. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say he can't do it, but he looks like he can. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> just, sure as hell looks like he can. So, based off of his physical appearance and the jersey number he wears, please, right now, and, and buy and cash the, and sta- stash this guy. The forever. optics are there, but he's playing. He's getting the snaps. Yes, he's yes. involved on pass downs and running downs. He does it all. So yes, Gerald Everett. Buy, stash, hold. Yeah, I would. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah, you can you can consider it uh, pretty much everything you could do about Gerald Everett, I would do. So right now, just to give you an idea, Everett has uh, nine catches for 125 yards and a touchdown. That's through two games. So he is not he is third on his team right now in receptions behind Eckler, who gets all that stuff out of the backfield, and um, and Mike Williams, obviously. But He's, he's a favorite all of a sudden of Justin Herbert. If you find him in open space, all of a sudden, like we just said, a little bit faster. Don't many, know how that a, happened. But. He's probably going to be fourth on the team in receptions when it's all said and done. But that's pretty good regardless because Eckler's going to eat a lot out of the backfield. And you know Mike Williams is boomer bust. I think he might even be a little more consistent with less of a ceiling but a, a higher floor than a Mike Williams. Oh, all right. Different position, but yeah. yeah. Interesting to say the least. So that is your stash or cat. I'm going to try to hit you with a little bit harder ones. I feel like this was a layup for you for the first time. You got, you got more? I don't have any more. You could, uh, you could, just, you could, just throw you them out go, there? You could go. Yeah? Just yeah, let's rapid freestyle, fire, freestyle. I'm good. All right. I'm, I'm good. All right. <clears throat> feel that? Stash or cash? Tony Pollard. I'm, you know I'm out on Zeke and I'm in on Pollard, right? Dave, was that was that <laughs> it was a layup? Another I had to look at Dave like, like, wait. Like, did he actually actually say this? Um all right, do you want so, me to give my insight or do you know my insight? One's um, a pass blocker and one's a running oh, back. Oh, you put some No, I'm kidding. Look, Zeke 
the way this offense is set up now, I feel like there's going to be a lot of third down situations. And I'm not saying that, no disrespect to Cooper Rush, but there's going to be some third down situations. Uh, you might want to put respect on the only undefeated starter in the history of the NFL right now. Um, the history of the NFL. Go ahead. Do it. The only undefeated undefeated starter, starter in the history I was of the say NFL. Trey Lance. Oh, oh yeah, lost week one. Undefeated starter in the history of the NFL. I might be completely wrong, and there's probably a couple guys that started yeah, one like, game here and there, on, bro. Like, I'm uh, look recency bias. <laughs> like, I'm all over this Cooper, but I'm serious. Tony Pollard. Like, you have the the the, the stock price for Zeke is obviously high. Tony Pollard's a little lower. The future of this team. He's this is a walk year for him. Let's yeah, let's keep that in mind. I well, that's reason number one. Yeah, and, and two and three one, and four, and two and three and five <laughs> right. and, and ten and a billion. It's his walk year. He's 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 playing for a contract. So yes, Tony Pollard. Uh, Zeke is going to be facing Ooh, a lot of stack boxes on first and second down, and that's going to create a lot of third and longs. And in third and long, typically you get Pollard. Okay. We're uh, we're headed to MetLife Stadium this week. Yes, we're going to we be joining up with with Mojo in a little bit of a Jets tailgate. That'll okay, be fun. Okay, okay. Do some interviews, right? Let's talk some Jets for a second, right before we get out of here. Michael Carter, I love him. Michael Carter, Michael Carter, five dollar okay. Michael Carter. Yeah, okay. he's like five. He's like half the price of a Brees Hall right now. Right. I guess it's based on draft where they drafted him and and things like that. But I feel like same deal with Pollard. I okay. think you're going to see both those backs often. Jets as a whole. I'm it's very, interesting, man. The whole Jets conversation the Jets is, as a whole, is really If you look around to the skill position players in the Jets, Zach Wilson, he's 19 years old. Right? <laughs> At least he looks like he's 19, so he's 20. Right? <laughs> get, he's 20 get, get years old. Here. He but cannot Michael go to the Carter, bar Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore. It's going to be interesting. Bro, all these guys are in year one or two. If there's a team that I might invest in every one of their skill players and just hope for the best, because in this situation, if one guy gets hurt, I, I don't know if I'm – Maybe I'll have to talk to my people, my my um, my team. Okay, you have a team now. Yeah, they do all the research you got, for you got me. Design teams, you got research. I'm gonna team. talk to oh, my have, research. You team. have like an enterprise that I don't even. I'm know I'm gonna about. talk to my research team and see if they could find out some stuff on this Jets offense because I feel like if, if you just invest in all of them, right? You if, could. If Gary Wilson goes down, like Elijah Moore will eat a little more that week. So it's like Listen, get the yin and the yang. Spread the wealth. No. Spread the wealth. Yeah, I, I'm just I like this Jets offense. All good young talent. Very low price right now. It could be five, ten years from now where we're talking we're we're talking about all these Jets offensive players and we're like, could you imagine if you invested in all of them in on show three of the, mo <laughs> the Mojo Mark Group? Now's your opportunity. So I'm, now's I'm, your opportunity. I'm high on the Jets. Get involved. All right, guys, look. It has been another show. It has been a very successful one. We're very excited about this particular show because of the fact that there's a little bit more on the deep dives and we're trying to try to pump you guys with enough analysis out of our behalf uh, on what and who to invest in over at the, um, the Mojo Market over there. Download the app. Um, and again, subscribe to the YouTube channel and do all the things you do for social media. Follow these guys everywhere. Their social medias continue to blow up. Alex Rodriguez put out a tweet yesterday about it. Ba -ba -ba -ba. <laughs> everybody you know Bro, i got like a notification from twitter and it was alex rodriguez i was like alex rodriguez just tweeted me no no and i was like no 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 we're it still was, waiting for him to join the it next was just meeting like i follow a rod's <laughs> tweets so yeah. all right so anyway for dave sturchill chris gucci this has been another episode of the mojo market report we'll see you guys back here tomorrow morning Woo! Bye. to the moon to the moon